You're now listening to the Hudson Valley Transmitter Podcast. All right. So, uh, can you tell us, uh, tell the listeners about the Dead Radio Podcast? Yeah, it's, um, am I allowed to curse? First yeah, of all, I need you. to know because <laughs> they're going to go flying out of my mouth. No, I tell people I, I, I want to start cursing more. So, oh, okay, great. More cursing. Super. Well, this stupid fucking podcast started out of... <laughs> Um, can you repeat the question? <laughs> I'm serious. I don't even. So what, what's the origin or how did the dead radio podcast oh. start? Well, somebody asked me this recently and, um, there's a long answer and a short answer. The short answer is okay. I have always had just a desire to be an entertainer in some yeah. way or shape or form, you know, or be part of the entertainment industry. And, um, I, uh, so it's basically stems from my desire to be an entertainer in some way. And, um, the longer answer is way back, oh God, in the nineties or something when Opie and Anthony were first doing, you know, were doing their, their thing, thing yeah. and Howard Stern was doing their thing. Yep. And, um, around here also with the, the local morning shows. I think it was Waking Up with Tobin, uh, Coop and Tobin, yep. or Waking Up with the Wolf and then Coop and Tobin. I just, I liked that kind of talk radio comedy kind of flow. Right. And I just was like, oh, I want to get into radio. And got into radio and it just kind of like, I saw how stressful it was for everybody because corporate is constantly getting making sure that you have to you know they got to sell they got the ratings 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 even right. though ratings it's are a money game or yeah. yeah and then i noticed there's just no f- real fun in it these guys are it just it, after the um i'm losing my train of thought here but there was just no fun in it because these guys were so pressured into creating content and then the janet jackson thing happened when her tape popped out? Yeah, yeah. At, at the Super Bowl. When that happened, everything changed even more. That's when I started actually interning at PDH, when I saw what are, what the behind the scenes was really like. So are you saying they're, they're cracking down on language? It's already like happened. Yeah. You know, even like stuff we say in the podcast sometimes, it's just like, geez, man, are we going to get in trouble for that if the wrong person listens? I Has mean, anyone ever shit, flagged you for that or no, 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 called no. you out for no. saying something? And if they do, it's just, it's a show, man. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make people laugh. Sometimes jokes land, sometimes they don't. Well, it's you know? freedom of speech, and um, I mean, when you put, when you publish the podcast, it asks you, right, specifically, if it is, is it clean or explicit? Oh, and yeah, so. all of our stuff is labeled as explicit. Uh, yeah. And so, um, I mean, getting back to it, when I saw that, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, this sucks. It wasn't what I thought it was. So, I, I was doing music at the time, so I figured I'll jump on that, and I'll start doing... Um, I'll be like a studio rat, recording engineer, mixing engineer, whatever. Because you also have a background in music. Yeah. As well. uh, yeah, yeah, Is yeah. that kind of how you segued into radio? They kind of were like, they were just going along parallel. Yeah. And then um, um, the music thing kind of fell through on me. And I right. came back and I ended up be working for an engineering company. Okay. For radio. Here in the Hudson Valley? Yeah. It was at uh, Digital Radio Engineering in Port Jervis. Okay. You know? Um. Which was cool because I learned a lot of the technical side, which I needed brushing up on. And um, during that, 
um, Opie and Anthony kind of fell apart. They went to, um, they, they didn't fall apart, but they moved to Satellite. They lost, you know, but I was still keeping up with all of them. And I'm like, you know what? I still want to do this. And yeah. then I heard of Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. What what time frame are we talking about? Like, um, probably five years ago, maybe. He's on episode 900 something. Yeah. I so I'm like, he's coming up on so a thousand episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard about him and I heard about, um, What's another good one uh, that I listened to? Uh, Your Mom's House with um, Tom Segura and Christina Przyzitsky. Okay. They're on their 300th something. Do you like Marin? you listen to Marin at all? I, I have listened to Marin. Yeah. I listened to him when Josh Homme was on from yeah, Queens of the Stone Age. So yeah. I was Because I'm a fan of Queens, so Definitely. I had to listen to that. And he was a great interviewer, I, I, but I haven't listened since. That's a, I've noticed a lot of comics have their own podcast because they are just it seems natural for them to talk to right you know no one or a crowd or whomever and that's the the thing i'm listening to joe rogan's podcast and i'm like wait i could do this if i got a mixer i can upload i wonder how he does all this stuff and i started researching it and it's just like okay so this is what radio could have been right but because of the minor the 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 minority voices not like minorities i mean the yeah. the 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 offended minority right their voices were so loud that's not what radio can be anymore podcasting is now that's what podcasting is now so it's an out to me it was just like a comedic outlet for me right. and I was like, i've never had the balls to do stand up so when did you have an interest in comedy though because uh, i i've known you a long time you've always been a funny guy but when uh, and I appreciate I, I, that. I know <laughs> you've, uh, as you said, wanted to be a performer like musically. But when did you notice an interest that you wanted to be a comedic entertainer? That I don't, I don't know. I've like you said, I've yeah. always been kind of the clown in the room, but I've never. I think it just all of a sudden clicked in my head one day. Then I was just like, "Hey, stupid." You should be doing stand-up. You should be doing some... You should entertain comedically. You make people laugh. I mean, some people. Some people just look at me like I'm, yeah, I'm, that's I'm some I kind mean. of an asshole. Not but, everyone's going to laugh. Um, and then that was another thing, just overcoming that fear of dying on stage, quote-unquote dying. Well, stand-up you know? is scary as fuck. Like, I've... Again, I, you know, we've both played in bands and played in front of a, a room full of people, but... Playing, standing on stage with a microphone and telling a joke is like the scariest shit in the world. Yeah. To me. Well, I the way I say that everybody has said that to me. They're like, "Oh, you were in a band, you could do it." They, yeah, you know, it's, not it's different, man. Yeah. If I'm a guitar player, so I can lean on the bassist, the drummer, the singer, just to kind of, you know, because I look to my left or I look to my right, depending on where you are on stage, and they're the other guys in the same shit that you're in. Right. So you're like, all right, I got these guys to help me, help pull me out of a tailspin if I go into it. Right. When you're on stage and you're alone, yeah. all you got is your you're wits. Solo, yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm kind of a scatterbrain as you're gonna find out. But <laughs> the, um, yeah. So w- for me, being on stage, what if I have one of those moments where I get frozen or I get lost or I get stuck or I go off on a tangent and I got to find my way back around? I sometimes can't do that. Right. I need to just bail out, but. I've also found that doing the podcast with Adam, because I've known him for so long, he's not afraid to just, you cool. know, hit me with a joke or whatever the hell. Yeah. So, and and just, you know, criticize and, you know, just fucking with me, you right. know, just to break my balls. Yeah. 
So that kind of pulls me out. So now I'm like, all right, so this is a good platform for me because I can work off of somebody else and they can work off of me and it's like a team kind of thing. So that's more of like being in a band now. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean um, with that kind of element of, you know, doing something as a unit, you know what I'm saying, with, Mm -hmm. you know, as a kind of like a community or whatever you want to call it, you know, you're not just up there by yourself. So if you hit a clam on the guitar, mm-hmm. it might be covered up by the drums and the bass, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or you whatever. Know. They or, or you could just like like relax and find your place again cuz right. the other guys are still doing their thing. Yeah. So So it gives you a little more room to fuck up because it'll kind of blend into what's going on. It's right. not just you. The spotlight's not just directly on you. Yeah. And um I've noticed you and Adam have a very unique dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. It is like a comedy duo. I think, you know, from what I understand of comedy, that every great comedy duo has someone who's a little more high energy and someone who's a little bit more subdued and they kind of balance each other out. Right. And that's kind of what I get from you guys. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you guys kind of balance each other out if, you know, you're going off on a tangent about something, like Adam seems to kind of like hone you back in a little bit and then it balances out. Because yeah. I, I feel it was like, you know, I don't know, it's just the way that you guys play off each other and the dynamic yeah. works really well as a traditional comedy duo. Yeah, like I said, we've known each other for like 20 years, something yeah. like that. So it's just, we just, we know each other inside and out pretty much. Like he drives me crazy, I drive him crazy. But when you put us in a room in front of the microphones, we just, we shoot the shit and then all of a sudden silly stuff happens sometimes it doesn't though yeah you know sometimes i listen back on a show and i go god man we floundered like hell there do you listen back do you listen to your shows for a while i was because my commute to um port jervis where my where the digital radio engineering was um i had a hour and 15 minute commute there and then from there i would have to drive to clients so i'd just listen to podcasts all day and i'd re-listen to mine at first just to um, check the levels, check levels, levels and quality yeah. and everything like that. But and then later it was just like to see what I am doing that I could change. Mm-hmm. And as much as I try, it you know, if I'm conscious of certain things, it'll it'll go away eventually. But yeah. if I try to force it, it just doesn't happen. Is there something you know? specific that uh... I say? You know a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and. Uh, um, there's that. I have a thing where when I get stuck, I go, all right, what was I about to say? Yeah. And there's just little ticks that yeah. I, I see. And I have a tendency to laugh at my own jokes. And I know that <laughs> it sounds silly, but I'm my own, you know, I'm my right. own entertainment. I've yeah. always have been. I've just, things roll around in my brain that I think are funny. And when they come out of my mouth, I'm already laughing about it. <laughs> but everybody's it. just staring at me like, what <laughs> the fuck does that even guy? mean? <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's. Uh, I was listening to Rogan. He said he doesn't listen back, but I guess Rogan uh, also has people handling his sound, so he's not really concerned about that. Like in our, your operation is is stellar. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. But still, like you want to, I'm sure, want to hear the sound levels. Make sure like one part's not louder than the other. I don't know if you do different parts or you just hit record and let it flow. Well, before, like I left my job eventually because I wanted to be more connected to, um the local you know the poughkeepsie community mm-hmm. and i wanted to do more entertainment type stuff um that's why i left there but um oh god let's see i lost where the hell i was going on that um you're saying, we were saying i think leaving radio and do uh being part of the poughkeepsie scene up here yeah um i wanted to get away so i could be more of an entertainer in that 
sense. Right. You know, but um, oh yeah, listening back, listening back to the shows. I stopped listening back because I don't, just don't have the time anymore. Yeah. You know. I get it. But I I listen anyway to kind of come up with little like quips and stuff I can put and hashtags and stupid stuff like that yeah. for the summary of the episode or whatever. And uh, I put that out. So that's kind of the only really time I listen. So I'm just kind of going by, I'm going with the flow right now. I do all sorts of things when I listen back that make me cringe. Mm-hmm. Um, like just little weird things that I do. Like I'll do um a lot or uh, just... I, sometimes I, f- I remind myself of like Chris Farley when he would interview people on SNL. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And that's how I think of myself in my head sometimes. Yeah. You play the record backwards. It says, Paul is dead. Remember that time? Uh... Yeah. It's so. just, and yeah, I find myself with, um, sometimes we have people in uh, interviews and stuff and yeah. I just can't find the words. I can't get in. And that's, but that's well, where. You're kind of freestyling a little bit. And sometimes, yeah, when you're trying to fight the, find the right words, you sound like, you know, I do it myself all the time. I stumble on the words trying to find the right thing to say. And I'm like, oh, shit, I sound like an asshole. Yeah. You just, for for whatever reason, yeah. I, I last week, I kind of froze a little bit last week. Um, I say last week, but um, our, our last guest, uh, Mike Colvin, episode one, uh, 111, I believe. Um, Where do Adam, people listen to? Just want to throw that out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on uh, YouTube. You just search us at uh, Dead Radio Podcast. We're also on iTunes yeah. if, you, if you have an iPhone. You can just download the show from there, or if you have an Android, you just download a podcast app and search Dead Radio Podcast, and we pop up. Cool. We have um, a podcast site where you can stream us directly, but it's not really worth it. Cool. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there yeah. earlier in the interview, but you were saying you had a guest on. Yeah, yeah. we had a guest on, and um, Adam kind of took the reins on it. Yeah. Um, and just him him and Mike Colvin, who was the guy, our guest... They were just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I was just kind of sitting there just enjoying them talk. And when it came to me a couple times, I was kind of like, yeah, (laughs) that was fun. Remember that? It was great. You know, and I just, you know, I I felt like I sounded like an idiot. but And I'm kind of scared to look back. But there's other times, Shadow Witch, band out of Kingston, everybody should listen to. Yeah, that was a great episode. They came in. And I just took the reins and ran with it. And yeah. Adam sat there just like, at the end of that, those guys leave and we're winding down the show, just Adam and I. And he's like, damn, dude, you just came out with it. Guns blazing. I was like, I don't know what came over me. I just, yeah. they're musicians. I can talk to musicians. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. So, and I don't know how they were, uh, Mike and Adam were able to click, but eh, whatever. It worked. Well, yeah, you you have um, a different setup than I do because uh, you have an extra person usually yeah. right because you mm-hmm. usually have one guest or, or in that instance you had a whole band yeah it all depends, yeah, so it depends. Uh, we just we get who we get you know and um you know we get bands we get i, I mean i don't know people will just show up at my yeah. house my brother will pop in and just That's like cool. sit and watch or, or brooke will come downstairs and, and sit in and yeah she'll throw something out there and like we we wanted to make it like a really relaxed environment just so we could everybody who comes in can shoot the shit you know the guys from hudson valley tattoo company yeah. we barely talked about tattoos that episode yeah we mostly were talking about um uh, diego shitting his pants in peru or wherever the <laughs> fuck he was so you know that's what and that's the kind of the theme of the show it's just to sit down and, and have a bullshit you know a bullshit conversation yeah. it used to be where we just wanted to shoot the shit and right. we thought pe- we people thought we were funny and that's great but then it became more well we're not reaching a national audience, so why are we trying to reach a national audience? Let's try and reach a local audience. So more like a radio station in the area. Yeah. Like, you know, 
you know, town square media. I don't know if you want me to call them out or whatever the hell, but like, you know, they're, they have local people working for them, but they're also a corporation though. So it's like, you know, it's a little, I have a couple questions for you. So the first question, um, is college radio what do you think of college radio i love college radio like vassar has a good station vassar has w- a fantastic FMU. no uh wfmu is is it fordham fordham right? yeah it's fordham but uh, and then WV- there's 90.1 which is also a cool station that i always forget the call letters to i know they play cool rock and roll in the morning yeah but this the signal maybe might be yeah uh, but, but the signal's a little shitty in spots but in, in poughkeepsie actually i want to say down I think the directional because uh, Vassar WVKR ninety one point three. Yeah. Give them a proper shout out. Um, they used to be one of our clients. Oh yeah. So I know that I know that station intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually considered you know going on there and doing an actual terrestrial show. Would you? What, what's the process for that? Um, you just you sign up. You sign up, and yeah. they either take you or the, you don't. You know, in our case, we could submit uh, tape, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I think college radio is a wonderful thing because you can have. For one or two hours, you have, or for instance, here's a great example. On Friday mornings at nine, as Big Blue Kitchen yeah. with See, uh, with Nick, <laughs> and after he gets done, Primitive George comes in and yeah. he does like '70s garage rock, which is a- that's an awesome. amazing show. And you know who else I like is Johnny the Boy on I think it's Friday nights. Okay, he's got the uh, show called The Bachelor Pad at Colony Three, and he plays all kinds of off the wall music, and he'll play like. Um, sound bites from family guy and like arnold schwarzenegger and shit and like incorporate it into the music yeah see that's yeah he's got a cool that's show that's fun that's yeah. con that's that's cool content right um um dst yeah. 100.1 they're fantastic to listen to because it's just like you know it's a crapshoot what you're gonna get but they're are they, they're independent right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and what other stations up here are because i don't know if a lot of people know that there's major corporations that own most of the stations that most people listen to, like PDH, uh, K104, 96.9. Yeah. It's like um, Town Square, Pamel. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's they're out there. They're just hard to come by. I think by. there's like 94.5 is like the Fox, and they play some like cool older music from the 60s and shit. Yeah. Like songs that when I hear, I'm like, really? I can't believe they're playing that on the radio yeah. i think that i heard them playing the cramps or something oh wow and i was like really they're playing i've never heard the cramps on the radio uh so that's why i think they're maybe independent but maybe i could be wrong yeah but i mean the college the whole thing the dead radio yeah is my wife was the one who came up with it brooke she I, we were in the kitchen i was just milling over names yes. for the show and she was like what about what about something like you're in radio but it's dying it's like dying. dead radio and i went that's cool holy shit that's great and yeah. then i texted adam and there it was you know but that's kind of what we're poking at that radio is dying it's been dying for years and it's eventually it's it, it's practically unlistenable now if it's not an if it's not an independent station yeah it's unlistenable to me you know you're hearing the same songs the same like promotional crap this commercials 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 yeah. car car commercial after yeah. car commercial after so you know you gotta it's pay just, the bills i they yeah. got yeah but that's the problem yeah. they got to pay the bills right <laughs> i have a lot of people on the show that are our age and mm-hmm. you know for me like for example i went into newspapers as a profession that's a dying industry mm-hmm. uh the person uh ryan skinner who was on the last podcast episode he's a filmmaker and mm-hmm. he's talking about how dvds and the movie industry is changing drastically yeah. and um it's interesting too radio i mean it, everything is changing with the internet 
Um, do you think terrestrial radio is going to die completely? Is it going to go away? What is it going to? I don't become? think it's. I don't think it's going to die completely. Yeah. I think AM radio actually has is you that can last only because of the really? coverage. Because um, AM radio news, news. When you say coverage, you mean news or? What I mean you? coverage as in um, physical coverage. Oh, you mean like yeah. s- bandwidth or? Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We you can. Um, there's a radio station in Chicago uh-huh. at the right moment, in um, before the sun comes down, before they change power levels, you can actually hear them here. Wow! If you got to catch it at yeah. the right atmospheric conditions and all that That's stuff, cool. so that what kind does it of, bounce off the ionosphere or some shit. Um, ugh, I can't remember the yeah. exact. I got thing, my just, ham radio license, and they taught us. That's the only reason why I know that kind yeah. of shit. But it's interesting because, like, with the ham. You could actually talk to the space station, allegedly. Yeah. You know, if they're in a certain part of the orbit or whatever. Yeah. Once the sun goes down, the atmosphere changes, and that's all of a sudden AM just goes. That's crazy. It just spreads right out, and then, you know, they have to legally lower. Uh, some stations have to legally lower their power wow. at night. So I mean, I don't think that's going away because, and even FM, small FMs, I think will survive. But yeah. I don't think these, the corporations are always gonna be around but yeah. i just don't see them putting more money into it which is a shame because there's a you know radio is a cool thing it just it went the wrong way it went the wrong direction and people got too touchy when it came to what you know what was said and what was heard you well, know you, what I mean? you talk about opie and anthony they got uh fired because of that whole bathroom sex in the bathroom thing? Uh, it was sex for sam what happened with the church they had a contest uh yeah. you know who could have sex in a public place and each p- public place was for a certain amount of points right. and the this couple had sex in st peter uh, i think it's st peter's in uh new york is it st peter's i keep yeah i i they think you might be voice right. keeps cracking i'll we'll have to look it up I have to talk to my manager <laughs> yeah but yeah more once, water in the green room here once they uh yeah, they got fired for that, and they came back, and then somebody on their show... And that was from uh, terrestrial radio or satellite radio they well, got they, fired from? That was terrestrial, and I think they got... They got fired from terrestrial, and they got picked up by satellite? Is that what They happened? got picked up by satellite, and then they got picked up by 92... Th- they got picked up by satellite, and something happened on satellite... Like somebody, a guest in their studio said uh-huh. something about Condoleezza Rice about like raping her or whatever, uh-huh. and they got kicked off for that. And then they came back after a huge amount of protests yeah. and all this stuff. And then they, you know, and then um, I have the history of them. But yeah, they kept getting. Well, it's like what's a joke, right? I mean, if they, yeah, man, yeah, it, um, I. So I think in many instances, people are too sensitive when mm-hmm. it comes to that. And they just have to accept I, the joke for being yeah. what it is, not serious. You know, like yeah. if you read a, a, you know, a book about someone being murdered or watch that on TV, mm-hmm. you don't take that seriously. Yeah. Why is it different with comedy? It, I guess because what comedy is, is truth. Yeah. Some of it is real truth. And it, Truth scares people, yeah, you know, and it freaks them out, yeah. you know, um, a, a, like a, like a cancer joke or something. I got all kinds of people in my family have died from cancer who have been, you know, my my co-host's m- mother died of cancer. Mm-hmm. I'll still make a cancer joke in right. front of him. It's a joke. It's not meant to offend. I'm trying to dig up some kind of like reaction. Right. And I mean, I don't... I, I, ex- I don't expect everybody to laugh at like a hard, like a, like a really dark joke like yeah. that or something like that. 
but I don't expect you to shit on me because you don't think it's funny. Right. You know, somebody out there laughed. Right. Um, is it, does that give it, you know, does that give me a, a license to just say insane shit all the mm-hmm. time? No, there's gotta, it has to be, there has to be some sort of cleverness right? or I don't know, something to that effect behind it right. for it to work. If it's just, you're just, you know, it's not just malevolent. It's, there's an art f- to it. Yeah. You know, there's you have a punchline to, to it. Yeah. It's, you have to find the right way to talk about, like to make fun of someone getting AIDS, right. for instance, you have to just find like a way to get in, you know, get right. into that. And sometimes it hurts a little too much for people you know when you're doing a podcast are you riffing the whole time are you writing any stuff down jokes beforehand do you think of shit beforehand Uh -uh. i don't the main reason why i listened to opie and anthony um because it was it was real uh for example mike colvin was just on uh, again i'm hearkening back to the last episode we did i asked him at the toward the end of the um show was a certain bit that they did, this uh, intern that they had, Rock and Steve. Uh-huh. When he quit on air, threw his headphones at everybody and freaked out, and they had up? this giant argument, was that a setup? And yeah. he was like, I swear to you, absolutely not. And that made me so happy because that is one of, like, this super real moment that happened on the show yeah. that was hilarious, that's iconic, it still sits in my brain. That that bit is like 20-something years old, That ha- 20-something years ago that happened. And it's still in there. Yeah. And Opie and Anthony were very, they always talked about how real they were. And if I'm going to have a canned joke ready, it better be a knockout. And even even then, it just... Well, that's impressive, man. It sounds better. It just, it feels yeah. better when you're, you're not putting on a shtick. There's a little bit of a shtick there because yeah. I'm trying to be a little bit extra wacky. Sure. But I'm not lying to you. Yeah. You know? No, do you think you do a persona or you think you, I mean I think you're pretty true to who you are. No, I'm I'm just yeah. I am who I am. I I'm I I say ridiculous shit and you know sometimes people like it, you know, sometimes yeah. it lands, sometimes it doesn't. But no, you're I on, dude. I mean, you're honestly the times that I listen to your show like I laugh out loud and I'm not even just gassing you up like it's really funny. Yeah. Um thanks. But you're on for like three hours, right? Most of your sh- a lot of your shows are like um, two, three hours. We started backing off on that. Yeah. We try to do like an hour and a half now. Okay. We but we we've done two, two but and I'm a half. I'm saying it's a long hours. time for you to be on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and coming up with material for, that's a long time. It just we try to find we just try to find humor in everything. Yeah, it's actually tricky because sometimes you're just like, wow, that was a really rough story that brought the show down. <laughs> and but uh, just addressing that. Kind of brightens the mood a little bit, you know. It's um, it, there's you can find an angle to everything. It's just you have to be open to find that angle. Yeah. Like you know, uh, uh, we were talking about. Um, I just happened to start to talk about uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. I've been mm-hmm. obsessed with that show. I love the show. <laughs> I've watched every single season, yeah. every episode. I'm up to date with this, the new one, and uh-huh. they just got renewed for a tenth, and I'm super yeah. excited about it. Cool. And Adam was just like, so you're just watching dudes dressed as women, you know, <laughs> so and this and that. To and like, you or something? He's, he's just trying to find out where I'm coming from. Yeah. And I'm just being honest. And I was like, I like the show. I don't uh, care what people think, <laughs> you know, like uh, Bailey J, a transsexual porn star. Yeah. I th- happen to think she's 
incredibly attractive, but she has a penis. And I'm not attracted to, to men, but for her, mm, I'd make an exception. <laughs> right. That's not me just fucking around. Yeah. That's honest, like an honest thought where I've had That's sitting by myself thought. going, yeah. you know what? This is really challenging my sexuality. <laughs> and I have to accept that and yeah. just roll with it, you know? it's like, Well, there's definely humor in that honesty. Yeah. For sure. That That's... The only when I see somebody with a shtick, it's yeah. a little rough for me sometimes. You know, like you see, um, you watch some older like '90s comedians. Yeah. They sometimes they kind of have like Buried a by the book. Yeah, like uh, Jim Norton's a good example for that because really on 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 the radio, yeah. he's very like off the cuff, very quick draw, uh-huh. very sharp, very fast, very funny. In his comedy shows, because I listen to him so much on the radio, yeah. and then I watch his comedy specials, I can hear that it's prepared. Gotcha. But only because I hear him when he's just talking, yeah. and then I hear him when he's doing his show. Well, a lot of comics it's not do sh- that, though, right? It's not yeah. a shtick, it's just prepared. Yeah. But the more prepared it sounds to me, yeah. it's not genuine. the more of a turnoff it was. You know, it is. Um yeah, Artie Lang, man. Artie Lang's fucking hilarious. He's one of those guys yeah. who just sounds like he's just yeah. talking. Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle's new stand-ups yeah. are amazing because I can hear the concepts in what he's saying, but it just sounds like he's shooting the shit with the audience. Right. That, and that's what makes it really fun for me. Is yeah. when, you know, it, Ta- talking about things to get better on, we were talking about listening back. That's definitely something that I try to work on because like, when I first started this, I uh, was doing like kind of like uh, Marin's setup where I would do like an interview, then go back and do the introduction. Mm-hmm. And I was like trying to in- introduce the people um, because I thought maybe a lot of listeners wouldn't know who they are. Mm-hmm. But it came across as like very fake, you know what I mean? And I was like doing a quick bio of them. And I just didn't even feel comfortable doing it. So mm-hmm. after a while, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not even going to do that. It just, if it, it feels weird. Yeah. I've, we, like I, I said before, we're down your, um, when I first got in here, you got your whole, you got all your notes here. Yeah. I still do that because I don't want, I try to keep the momentum going. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be like a minute where I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to say now. And, and with you and I, like, we have a history, so, yeah. you know, it's easier. Mm-hmm. When I when some people come in and I've never met them before, you know what I mean? And uh, then yeah. it's, like, a little bit more, like, I need, I need, I don't know where a safe place to go in the conversation. Like, I want to be prepared. Yeah. You know? But then there's something, there's something, you know, to be said for being overprepared. Like, True. me, there was a time where I'd have, like, you know, 16 things written down on my sheet yeah. that I want to go over. But and we're riffing on something, and then I feel it start to fade. But then Adam pipes up, starts piping up about something else. But that see, so that's that that bug got in my that bug got in my but that bug gets in my brain that I. So then I try to force myself to move on to the next thing, and it kind of it would like gum up the works. So you know that. um, See, you know. Um, So I stopped. I'd write, I'll write down like a handful of things yeah. and then I'm, I'm forcing myself to dig, find, listen to people, listen to what right. somebody's saying, interject, stretch, you know, whatever I got to do. You're absolutely right about that. That's one thing I caught myself doing in the first couple of interviews is like being so concerned about my notes, mm-hmm. not really listening to the guest. And then I'd ask a redundant question, and I, when I was listening back, I'd be like, "Oh my god, like that sounds just rehashing stupid. the yeah, same question." I clearly wasn't listening, but yeah. it wasn't intentional. I was just like so 
um, you know, being stressed out about like knowing what to ask next that I wasn't actually tuned into the person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. She's coming to the end. What yeah. am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then all of a sudden you get there and you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm what? here and I still have nothing. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm same thing. You just got to get used to, you just got to get used to talking to yeah. people. And, um, it's, Having new people in the studio and not just our friends, that really opened me up to going, okay, I need to pay attention. I need to like, really listen and really also think about how I can relate to what they're saying in any kind of way, whether it be a joke or an actual, you know, or empathy or a life experience that we have in common, something. Yeah. Um, and, um, another thing that's helped me, honestly, is, um, I quit my job. I said the engineering thing. I I don't have any animosity toward what I was doing or yeah. the or the company. I just I found you know, all I'm doing is just sitting in the car listening to other people right and you do their shows. Be the one doing the show exactly. Yeah. But then I come home and I haven't spoken to anybody face to face. I haven't had to sit down and have just a regular conversation with anybody for the past ten hours, twelve hours, and now I'm going to sit down and do a podcast. Yeah, like. I have to relearn how to speak to people. So you got to converse with warm people. Up? You do a warm up kind of thing? Like, not really. Because yeah. I get home, I take care of, this is how time. it used to be. I get yeah. home, I take care of the dog, I, I say hi to Brooke real quick, I'm down in the pod, I'm down in the room starting show prep and everything like yeah. that. And that takes a couple hours. Mm -hmm. And by the time Adam gets there, I'm like, there's so much stuff in my brain, I can't grasp everything. But then I also need to be I have to be fluid with what's going on in the room at the time. Right. So now I'm at this, I'm at the local coffee shop, um, Crafted Cup on Raymond Avenue in Poughkeepsie. Okay. Um, I started doing that so I can get closer to more open mics and start um, helping them with their open, nice. setting up their open mics and hopefully we're going to, in the very near future. When do they have open running. mics? They don't yet. Oh, they don't yet. It okay. was his, it was Tanner is the owner. It was his plan to do it, but he just... On a side note, um, whatever happened to Cubbyhole that was in that area? That's gone. I think it's been um, gone for a while. But they used to have good open mics and oh yeah, con sh you know shows. And yeah, stuff. I think Vapeology is there now. But yeah. they used to have that kind of thing. It just fell off because yeah. the scene. Remember the Hudson Valley scene, quote unquote, in like the early and mid two thousands was yeah. just saturated with bands. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where people were just, uh, all right, enough. Okay, yeah. local bands, Jesus, there's so many. Yeah. You know, you can't keep track, and people got disinterested. I think that's what happened. Is it, you think, um, not? I don't want to veer too far off topic, but do you think that's an internet thing that people are like now? Yeah, I think Napster killed that. Killed. Um, but even with YouTube, like if you could watch mm -hmm. a band on YouTube, you kind of like lose the interest to see them live. Right. I'm going to yeah. see my. I'm going to see Rammstein in uh, June at oh, Jones Beach cool. with uh, with my brother. Uh -huh. and he's just like, dude. They got this new live live yeah. movie coming out. I'm like, don't watch it. Yeah. He's like, why? I'm like, they might do the, the same shit yeah. there that they're going to do at Jones Beach. Yeah. I haven't watched a single Rammstein video in, you know, yeah. months and months and months just to prepare for the show. Because You're right, yeah. you know? And you had brought that up about comics being prepared. That's the worst with comics. Like, if you watch their stand-up and then go to see them live and they you're start hear doing the, the same, same routine, you're like, fuck, I already know this joke. Yeah. That's the worst. You gotta and it's not there. their fault. They're just no, doing they're the doing material just like a band would do the yeah, material. Exactly. But the problem with them is it's more timely. It's it's right. 
the subjects can get ti- get tired quickly. Music doesn't, mm-hmm. you know. But um, to go back, um, I started working at the Crafted Cup. Yep. Now I'm intera- I'm interacting with my my, my people. Yeah. My, the local community. So my, you're immersed my guys. in the scene. So now it's just like okay. Now I have a local podcast. I want to focus on local stuff. Now I'm speaking to locals. So right. I have everything I need to start making things work. Yeah. And um, at at Crafted Cup, I'm you know I'm speaking to people. I'm joking with them. I'm trying to make their experience there a little bit lighthearted and yeah. fun and everything. So I'm crack. I'm cracking jokes and you know just having conversations with strangers. Before I was kind of like had a little anxiety around strangers. Yeah. Now I'm like, I kind of snapped out of it. I created this shell around me because I was alone for so often. I'd be inside my own head too much. Okay. Now I'm starting to let it out a little bit more and I feel like I can breathe. So, it's, I mean, you're an extroverted guy. It sounds like what you're doing now allows you to be a little more extroverted. Um, I'm extra, I'm extroverted. If, if I'm, comfortable i'm more extroverted okay but if i'm not comfortable i i i tend to be a little more introverted that's but my my what i think is a problem in in the entertainment industry if you're uncomfortable and if you're introverted when you're uncomfortable you're not gonna it's not gonna work Uh you need to be an extrovert no matter where you know you know regardless of the circumstance yeah, yeah what situation you're in you have to be you know you have to be engaging and you have to find things to talk about mm-hmm. even you know and my my best icebreaker for anybody is to crack a joke about myself usually helps you know and then you just chat away about that or whatever but yeah it's it's really this job has really helped me to just kind of wake up again you know wake nice. my brain up when it comes to just you know human to human interaction that's important, man. I think a lot of people get caught up in their jobs, paying bills, and you know they don't. Uh, it's it's great that you're recognizing that you mm-hmm. did something about it and sound happy doing what you're doing. I turned 34 in February, yeah. and I went, "What the fuck am I doing? I'm not happy at this gig. I got to yeah. get out, and I got to do what I want to do." And yeah. I, you know, I, my wife, my wife, I um, <laughs> I talked to her, and she's been nothing but supportive and cool about the whole thing she understood exactly where i was coming from and if if anything she's the one who pushed me in this direction yeah she was just like i want my husband back i remember a guy who was outgoing and fun and goofy and silly and just didn't have the weight of the world on his shoulders now it's just like she goes you just have hate leaking out of you and just anger i think you're a creative guy i mean i know for myself like and i think you're kind of the same way like when we were younger we played music and that was our thing mm-hmm. and as i've gotten older i i've stopped i don't play in a band currently but uh this and the hudson valley transmitter magazine has kind of become my band in mm-hmm. a sense does mm-hmm. that make sense to you yeah this podcast has you know become I mean? my band and it kind of gives me a re you know um more of I guess what I'm trying to say is like a feeling of fulfillment or some shit you know what I'm saying that's what it is yeah there's this hole that needed like there was just that hole that's there and you're not sure how to fill it when one thing goes away like music for me same thing music went away and I'm like damn I don't have a creative outlet anymore exactly now I have this and it's you know just we're of the same ilk man that's just how it goes and I mean like and you say the print is dying and everything like that I think you have the right idea, though. You're printing, you're not just printing something you can just 
real quick see online. Right. You're publishing local people. You're promoting local, you know, uh, businesses and arts and poetry. It's 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 great. And hey. to have that tangible thing like a newspaper and just sit and read Hudson Valley Transmitter. It's just it's awesome to me. Thanks, I really man. like enjoy the fact that it's tangible. I know like the internet, you have to play to the internet audience, but yeah, there's no way to get a- away from that. But um, yeah. yeah, I I'm old school like that. I do like reading print, and um, I think it's something special too for a local or um, a lesser known author to mm-hmm. see their story in print. Yeah, you know, it's 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 pretty cool. Well, especially today, like yeah. you get a young author who's like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Print is still is probably weird for them. I yeah. don't I don't know. I can't say you know what they think, but you know, as we get older. <clears throat> damn it uh as we get older um you know 10 years from now if you're still doing it or whatever yeah there's gonna be people seeing It'd it going like nostalgic yeah it's just like oh you see how oh. like look how retro this yeah, is exactly you know it's and, like vinyl or something right yeah. right oh, yeah don't get me started on that yeah. but um yeah it, thank you uh i want to ask you <laughs> um and i appreciate all that honestly yeah. and um yeah i mean it's um I'm glad I'm glad people are reading it. We're gonna keep it going as long as the print going as long as as we can. I don't know how long that realistically is, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's. Uh, I always have copies of your stuff lying around my house. We have an Airbnb room that we rent out oh, all the time, you? and we leave a copy of your oh, the thanks, latest man. edition in the basket of stuff That's like awesome. for local things that we have for people. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, getting back to Dead Radio. Because uh, that's, I want to talk to you a lot about that. I'm so um, sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you? Where do you want to take it, man? I mean, um, you're putting a, a lot of your energy into it. I mean, what's your, where do you foresee it? I. And I'm gonna crack the window if you don't mind. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's turning it, you know. It's a little uh, sweaty. Yeah, your balls are sticking to my leg. <laughs> um, I see it going to a point where I can hire somebody to drive me around in a limousine right that's where i want it to and go for you yeah take like, you clothes shopping massage my feet <laughs> while i'm having a cocktail at 10 30 in the morning a martini yeah. yeah okay um but it, in realistically i'd like for it that i'd like for like i'd like to make it so that or have it so that i do a, ha- a handful of episodes a week three episodes a week and that's what Pays the mortgage. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love to do it for a living and just constantly produce content. I know that's a little bit of a stretch. A little bit. That's a heavy stretch. Like, what is, what does someone like Rogan make? Because I was reading, he makes a fortune. He makes like a hundred thousand an episode. Is that sound? Probably. He has a million something downloads an episode per episode. Per episode. A million downloads. So that's a million people listening to his. Um, his ads for Alpha Brain, Stamps.com. Right. I, I'm I'm saying these because that's what I've heard from them. MeUndies well, and and yeah. and and um, um, the Fleshlight and all these like. Does he do them for Fleshlight? He used to. Yeah. That's funny. Um, Blue Apron. I know all these because I've heard him say it so many fucking times. But yeah. Same with Marin. Uh, Squarespace we use for our website. I heard that on Marin. Yep. I heard Squarespace yeah. on uh, that's we're we've been looking into Squarespace yeah. for the for the show. Um. We're still really, you know, you know, meat and potatoes, kind of, you know, just a real quick setup, you know, 
right now. You know, we're like so we're trying to do everything for free. It's very guerrilla style. You're talking about doing. your equipment though, because you have like pretty legit equipment. Yeah, it's been you know save up here. Ask, yeah. for, ask you know if somebody wants to get me a gift, Please. get me cash so I can buy this. Talk you shop know. for a second. What do you use? Well, you, is that a secret where you hold your cards close know. to your chest? Or? We use SM58s. Uh, sure, SM58s for our microphones okay. because you can hammer a nail with those, and you can. That's what the the old adage was: if you're a roadie and you, and you can't standard. find a hammer, use use an SM58. Built like a tank. Right? Yeah. So, um, you know, just uh, most of the cabling I've made myself. So it's like raw wiring and stuff like that that I've done. But um, I'm using a um, a Mackie ProFX eight that only has uh, it has f- I'm trying to think four mic. It has four mic inputs and a couple other inputs for um, like P- uh, we have our PCs and everything like yeah. that. But then I have that broken out, so we have four. PC connections, so I can have a bunch of different devices hooked up. Um, out of that, um, into actually another input to that is another Mackie that I got for, as a gift. So I have more mics now. You just hooked more up. more stuff hooked up, and then that goes. The Profex Eight is a USB connection, um, uh, a USB output to yeah. a Mac, and with the Mackie was software called Traction. Which is similar to Audis, um, Audacity. Audacity. Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah, Audacity's yeah free software. Yeah. It's perfect. <clears throat> yeah, I I started very very minimally. I mean, I got this Behringer mixer. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cheap. These microphones are Behringer. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're definitely less expensive than the Shores. That was. Um, yeah, the thing with me is it's like. I'm like I'm a yeah. sound guy, so I have right. to find a happy medium, or I'm gonna be miserable. But it's better know? too, I guess, to get a better quality thing than get something shitty, and then realize at some point you have to upgrade. Yeah, exactly. So, so the Mac I had, I bought, I used my wife's uh, grant money from school. She had a bunch of money left over, so I got a refurbished Mac that's like a rocket ship, things fast as hell. And then Adam. The great thing about Adam is I'm the audio guy. Adam's the visual, visual. guy. He's into uh, photography and so another and way filming. you guys are have a Adam has stepped up relationship in a, or something. Yeah, he's stepped up in a huge way because he's he started utilizing Facebook Live, Instagram, and everything, and GoPros and everything right. like that, and uploading and that. He's got those drones videos. and shit too. Drone video yeah. that he that we do videos with yeah. and everything, and we have the camera set up in the studio, so now we do That's it cool. live on YouTube. You know, every Monday night we we do a live YouTube feed that people jump onto. Whose idea was that to do the video? We. I'm pretty sure it was him. Just, I, he came up to me and was like, what do we have to do to do this? Right. And my brain, you know, my wheels started turning and I just, we just went with it. I think it's a great idea. Like, uh, not to go back to, I feel like I'm talking a lot about Marin and Rogan, but when I'm home the, watching they're Apple, the They were the impetus for what we do. Yeah. So you have to talk about them, you know? Um, when I'm watching Apple TV, um, I'll watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so Marin's on YouTube but his YouTube video is a static image and the audio. Mm-hmm. So I generally don't watch that at home unless I'm doing something else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Rogan, like you guys, has the video. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch him like almost like I'm watching a movie. And depending on who he has on, I'll watch him for the whole three hours or whatever. Yeah. We just actually changed. It used to be just a static um, a static camera shot of us you know, just overhead so we can get all the guests and everything. I just figured out a new way. I had to, I, I dug a little deeper. Now I have it so that it automatically changes camera angles. That's awesome. We experimented with it 
with uh, Mike Colvin, uh, episode 111. And it was good, but I was having to do it manually. I found a way to do it automatically. So That's now awesome. it's going to switch every 10 seconds. You're going to get me, and then 10 seconds you're going to get Adam's side of the... It's just going to go back Rotate. and forth and back and forth. Cool. So it's a little bit more visually appealing than just a... A blurry static. static shot from a he- from above, and that's another thing. The introduction of the video, I repainted my basement. I put soundproofing up. I put curtains up. Yeah. everything. It's are, dope. It's dope. I was like, oh shit! Now I have to have like a cool look. We have to have a cool looking studio space right. that's fun to check out you know we got the dildo this dildo suction cup to the table that rings the bell whenever we say a uh, sexually suggestive like phrase instead of saying phrasing or that's what she said somebody was uh, adam's girlfriend amy would constantly say that which that's what she said and it got really old to me yeah. from the office and right, everything right, so right. i needed something else and my brother was like why don't you just get a bell there you and go went, oh okay cool <laughs> And then the dildo, that's another story. We got that. I got that as a parting gift for my last job with the guests that we're having on this coming Monday, Gavin, Bert. Cool. And so I just stuck it to the table and I flipped it and it snapped forward and hit the bell. I'm like, all right, so that's Perfect. how that's going to do. But that's on video now. People that's see that awesome. stupid thing just yeah. stuck to the table. It's ridiculous. And actually, Adam took a video of it, of me just, it's just stable right there the, the dildo's sitting there <laughs> hovering above the bell my hand reaches over i snap it forward it hits the bell that's great and that's the end of the video it's yeah. nine seconds it's got a thousand something views on facebook already yeah it's been out for like a month the it's, visual definitely takes it, that to another level yeah, yeah and you know you know so adam handles the visual i handle audio and we like i, I feel like we have we have all the tools and all the skills we just right. gotta break through that so um, the way so to do it as a full time gig, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, it's money, right? Mm-hmm. So is it advertising? It's just advertising. Uh, How else? Pretty much, yeah. Or, or pay or charging subscribers, which I think is a shitty model. I I don't. It works for some people. I don't think yeah. it's going to work for us. Right. You know, we're trying to focus locally, and if we can get local businesses and stuff to advertise with us, we're starting this thing actually called the Hudson Valley Podcast Alliance, which yes. we need to speak to. We, I want to speak to you about. Yeah. We we're getting a bunch of podcasts together who are local Hudson Valley people, mm-hmm. and putting that under one umbrella so that we can attract more advertisers. So instead of our eps, our shows, which get anywhere from thirty to I don't know, 100 views on YouTube. I don't know how many downloads we get because I don't have a thing. Instead of advertisers just going with us, with that many views, they can go with all of us and get an all-encompassing, like a a thousand downloads or a thousand um, ad reads. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're trying to work that out with with the Dark Side Records Uh guys and whoever else we we want to help out. And I want to be... I want to create something homegrown that's funny. I know I'm not going to reach people across the country. They're not going to give a shit about two nobodies from Poughkeepsie. So why not two kind of somebody, sort of, not really, but people that people in the community know who we are. Yeah. So, you're also really just, funny though, and you're entertaining. Yeah, and I, I think that. I mean, I usually my guests are usually local people, and I guess if you don't know the person or know who they are, maybe I mean, I guess you give it a chance, you take a gamble and listen and see if you're interested. But uh, I, I could see people tuning into you just for the comedic element of it—that it's just entertaining. Right, but 
I also don't want to bank on that. Yeah. And I don't want to be just, hey, I'm funny. You should listen to me. Yeah. No, I should have a reason for you to listen to me. Yeah. Uh, we're funny, but we also have local people on. So you can find out about what's going on in Poughkeepsie Beacon, New Pulse, you know, Wapper just Falls, whatever. Yeah. Hudson Valley, period. And to me, that's more, there's a fulfillment there because I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm part of the community. I keep yeah. going back to that because it's like, it's this weird thing that I always thought was a little bit cheesy, you know, like, oh, community first, you know, and just, nah, but, but now as, as I'm getting older, yeah. it's just like, motherfucker, I live here. So <sighs> yeah, I want here to be fun and here to be cool. Exactly. You know, and there's people doing cool shit around here too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I didn't know. I thought we were the only ones around who were yeah. doing a podcast. I didn't know that. Dark Side was doing their thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about Hudson Valley Legends. I didn't know, um, uh, what was it? Uh, the, there's a knitting podcast, Hudson Valley Knits or oh, something like that. Okay. It's a YouTube, it's a video podcast, and she teaches you about knitting. <laughs> I'm not into knitting, yeah. but I know people who are, and they religiously watch the damn yeah. podcast. Yeah. So there's people around doing stuff, and I was like, okay, I think this more is great. Too needs to be, um, people need to be more aware about podcasts because I got into them kind of late, definitely. And I know people that are tech savvy that don't know they on their iPhone they have a podcast app or what that podcast app does. You know what I mean? Yeah. The people ask, how do you how do, how do I listen? Right. And I go, just on your phone, man. Yeah. It's a podcast. You don't know what a podcast Well, no, I'm not really sure. A lot I was of people like, are, oh, Jesus are Christ. still getting you know, introduced to them. I thought we were getting into the business late. Yeah, same here. I thought we were at the at the you know as the wave was already crashing. Right. You know, it's not. I, it has. Yeah. I don't even think it's built I think yet. It's the cusp of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, how long have you been doing it? You talked a little bit about that in the beginning, but when did you start? Because you definitely got into it early. Hundred eleven episodes. Yeah. I would say it's. We've been doing it for over two years. Because we do one episode a week typically. Sometimes we have one extra. Sometimes we. Um, take a week off or something like that. But we've been doing it for quite a while. There's, um, we started like episodes one through seven. We're just kind of, excuse me, um, trial runs. Yeah. But they kind of, they really sucked. And even like, you know, well, you learned 20 back from here. I don't think it was as good as it is now. Definitely, so it, it gets, yeah. it progresses. You're, it's only taken us two uh, years to sound really good. Number ten, for uh, me. Uh, number ten. Yeah, yeah, I'm still, a, I'm still an infant. But I, I, I made stupid mistakes on the first one. Like I realized my computer would go to sleep and it would stop recording. So I would notice like three minutes later that you know, uh-huh. and this, the person I was talking to said a lot of cool shit, and I'm like, oh. Fuck! Like now, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry, I have to restart that. Can you? Can I ask you that question again? And then when you try to recreate it, like we were talking about earlier, it's it never. D- the it same. doesn't work, man. Yeah. That's when you know people come in. People come down and they sit and they're like, "So, how's everybody doing?" And I go, "We're doing great, but I'm not going to talk it. to you right yeah, now. Exactly. I, I'm not trying to be a right. dick. I just want to save all that juice I think for, when, you start for rolling, when I hit record. Yeah, the person you know? gets it. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you talk about a lot of fresh things that otherwise would have sounded. Yeah. You know, unnatural, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's and uh, so you got into it earlier, and and your background as an engineer helped you with it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You know, once I once I realized what I needed, and I because I know what I need and how I need to to get the final product, I'm able to kind of do it on the cheap side to an extent. I needed to get some expensive shit to really make it quality 
you know, to get yeah. the quality up to where I wanted it. But we also have a lot of outboard stuff. I play off my computer. He play. I have soundboards and stuff on my computer, which actually just took a shit. I got a new one coming. Adam's got one. I also have my iPod that's got music I don't have. You know that I have on my iPod, but I don't know where the files are, so yeah. I play stuff off of my iPod. One thing I didn't realize that I I learned on when I was on your show uh, a couple months back was that uh, is that iTunes or YouTube will troll if you play someone's copywritten music. Yeah, if you play, it's a licensing thing. Okay. So because you know there's there's something called a fair use act. You can play music for a certain amount of time as long as you're reviewing it but youtube they don't have you know a people sitting there with headphones on listening to every you know every right. single thing they just have a bot it's or a program a machine, right. that's just software. listening yeah. quote unquote f to what you're playing and once it sees something it kills you like when uh we had uh you on i played uh dazzling dooms i'm still waiting for my check i haven't gotten it well <laughs> i don't know D dazzling i was afraid it was gonna we were gonna get the audio uh either uh flagged chipped uh, chipped away like they'll like mute the whole episode for some um episodes um uh youtube will mute the whole episode if it hears something that you're not licensed to play. So I played your stuff. You're sitting right next to me. <laughs> you're saying, go ahead, play it for free. Right. Didn't work. Care, yeah. No. But in that case, it just was like, oh, you can't monetize the video. Monetize meaning you can't make any money off of advertisement gotcha. on the video, which is, I've gotten to the point where it doesn't, YouTube doesn't matter. Right. You know, you get pennies for like 500 listens or 500 <laughs> views or whatever. So it doesn't even matter. A uh, thing you should probably look into is uh, Patreon, patreon.com. Okay. It's a crowd, it's a crowd uh, funding type thing, but uh -huh. it basically says, hey, I listened to your show and I think it's great. Here's $10. That's cool. You know? And it's not like Kickstarter where you have a goal. It just, it's ever, you know, yeah. it's, you just, that's where they send it. So patreon.com slash dead radio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Throw these send guys us a money. couple bucks. Send us a few shekels. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, and nothing wrong with that, man. Uh, speaking of music gear, who does the song in your teaser videos, the rap song? Where'd that rap song go? That's from? my cousin, actually. Kurt, oh, really? Kurt Bosch. He was with, um, uh, he was in a, a group called, uh, uh, Deaf Peds. And he does the, he does the, uh, the lyrics and rhyming. I don't know if he called uh, it. It's a cool ass song. Singing? Yeah. I don't know. He does that. It works and with then, the clip. I don't think, I think that might've been all him though, but he was just like, yeah, use it. It's not licensed. And Adam just happened to stumble across that one and was like, this is our unofficial theme song. Yeah. The actual theme song, it, yeah. the actual theme song is me. I used GarageBand, just me and my to basement. To piece that together. And, um, so you're playing guitar on that? I'm or, playing guitar, bass, and drums on that. And what's the audio? Um, you have some um, samples from yeah, something. Yeah, it used to be, it used to be clips from the show. And then I was just like, we need a generic one. Yeah. Just because constantly editing a new intro a all the, the time and finding clips it's a real pain in the ball mm -hmm. so i just i was like all right i want to find movie clips where somebody says dead and movie clips where somebody says radio yeah. from funny movies or whatever and then just it just says dead radio dead radio dead radio over and over and over that's cool and then at the end is my favorite part is a a bit as a, a scene from uh private parts the howard stern movie yeah. where 
this guy, you know, this really official guy, FCC, I demand you, I command you to get on the microphone in a serious manner and continue this broadcast. I was like, God, what a great clip. That's what I want to start the show off. And, uh, but yeah, and um, Shadow Witch, again, they yeah. let us play their music. Um, Frank McGinnis, um, who is in a band called, well, it's his band. He's the primary songwriter, uh-huh. American Film History. Yes. He, he lets us play his stuff. There's another band called, um, oh God, what was their names? Shit. I like having a musician on, stop and do a, a song. Uh, a couple of podcasts back, we had someone named Amy Madeline. She plays like ukulele. Yeah. You know, obviously not set up for a full you know, band to come in and do a thing. You can but, make it work. Yeah. Me, it was just him singing into a microphone, and then I had just kind of not a room mic, but like a, a microphone kind of close to his guitar. Yeah, and it picked up just fine. He actually listened to the. Uh, I'm talking about Frank McGinnis. Yeah. Um, he listened to the clip at the end of the show. I played it over back for him. He's like, "Dude, can you cut that up and send it to me?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So I cut up two live songs for him from the show so i don't know if he does something with it if not you know whatever but yeah. you can make it you can make it work and if you can get that nice like that little live you know that's like an extra treat for his fans and then selfishly yeah leads his fans to us yeah. and hopefully we grab a couple uh, yeah it's just mutual thing from, yeah um do you think it's better to have something that is the same all the time like the same intro where people get used to it, or is it good to change it up? I don't like sticking to the same thing. Yeah. I think I'm, you know, like we can even better. go into politics on this front, where I think if oh, you shit. don't try something new, if you don't do something different, if you don't change up, it's just the same old bullshit. Yeah. How can you progress? How can you get better if you're not willing to just change it, change it up once in a while? That's true. The but- generic thing... I can, I'm going to start doing different stuff with the intros and, and more production pieces now yeah. because I have more time also. I'm not at my... My old job was very demanding right. of my time. Now my new job is not that demanding. So I have more time to do production to change things. So I might just go back to taking clips instead. But I always have that one in my back pocket. Yeah. I can make another one with different movie clips. Right, right. You know, whatever. So... That's cool. I, I guess um, I guess what I was just saying is like PDH is a good example. They play the same song for 20 years, but people still like, I guess people that are listening to music sort of passively like to hear a song they've heard a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So is it the same thing kind of with an intro where it kind of makes them feel comfortable or maybe they get used to it after a while? There's a branding thing yeah. to it is what you're, yeah, yeah. what you're getting at. Exactly. Yeah. The music, the intro music. Right. It's not going to change, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll change sonically, but not, you know, the song is going to be the same. Maybe right. I might I might do the guitar part. It's going to be the same riff, but I might do the guitar part again with a better sound or whatever. But maybe not. I'll just keep that one the whole time. Because there is, you do need to have some sort of recognition when, you know, when people see our symbol, the biohazard symbol, yeah. if you look really closely, it's it's... Uh, radio towers right and when you hear that song i do want you to recognize us but i also don't want to get stuck right in that same that kind sense. of rut you want to keep it fresh but yeah so familiar exactly yeah so it's it's like a like that weird gray area where you sound like you're changing you don't want to be godsmack you don't want to play the same fucking music all the time right you want to 
evolve and try different stuff. That was a real nasty stab at them. I'm sorry. I had a <laughs> bad experience at a, at a recent Godsmack concert. It's going to so. be a Godsmack Ryan Bosch feud. Yeah. If only. Oh, the listeners <laughs> we get from that. will draw some listeners to the Dead Radio podcast. I took a couple pokes at PDH the other, yeah. the other day. That's what you got to do, man. Start up some, drum up some controversy. You know, I, here's the, the problem is, I, like, I know the guys over there and I yeah. like most of those guys over there, yeah. you know, but the pdh morning show man it's i'm sorry i know they're local guys and they, they it just it's just watered down yeah. from what it could be i think you know it's just too safe oh I think it's so safe and yeah. it's so innocent it's just like guys come on give me a little edge we were talking about that uh, a little bit before i mean is that just culture now because you see it with the bands too and like again i there's another radio station that's a local station that plays like alternative rock music mm -hmm. and they play like, you know, some of the staples from the nineties and the stalwarts, you know, like the toadies, they'll play the same toady song. You have to hear fucking possum <laughs> kingdom again. Yeah. They've ruined a good song. Yeah. And we're like Queens of the stone age. Like I've never heard anything besides no one knows. Yeah. No one knows. Yeah. Maybe you get little sister. Right. Maybe but they have so many great albums and you only hear like those two songs. But yeah. anyway, like the new shit that they play is like really, I'm like really when I listen to it it's almost like this is pop like watered down pop and I don't understand why it's on this station stuff like uh, Imagine Dragons Bastille things yeah. like that it's like this weird it doesn't feel I feel pop. like it should be on another station a lot of it I think should be yeah. and I think the problem is the lines are getting blurred with music yeah. more and more every day there's more crossover and everything yeah. and to be honest Taylor Swift is kind of that is one of those ones where she brought i know this is weird for me to talk about taylor swift but she brought country music fans and pop music together. fans together yeah so there's these a lot of crossover artists that are doing that but the problem is it does it becomes watered down because it's now it's like okay it's they sound like this band this yeah. band this band this band this group this group this group and it's just like god are you guys like it doesn't sound original anymore it just sounds like samples of everything else yeah i want to like new music i really do it's tricky but uh well, our generation grew up with music that had a lot of angst mm -hmm. and i feel like that's a big ingredient that's lacking in a There's lot of nothing that music. to be sad about anymore um yeah and i also think it's weird like you have it's some like every generation from elvis music got a little more controversial mm -hmm. and a little bit more edgy and whatever and dangerous i feel like and then now it's this generation and it's an um, awesome point they're yeah. like they're, you don't want to be too edgy because you might right. offend somebody yeah but you're not edgy enough so you're not sounding there's nothing dangerous yeah. or like Trent Reznor said uh, something similar recently and I was like I totally agree because I think people were hating on his new album and he's just like you know what I, like everything is so fucking watered down and safe nowadays like Where's the, you know, I, I don't know if he said angst necessarily, but I, and it doesn't necessarily have to be anger. I'm not saying anger music, but like intensity, yeah, passion. intensity, exactly. Like, um, uh, uh, um, uh, um, God damn it. She died in the, uh, um, fuck big brother and holding company. Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin. Her, their music's not angry. Right. But you could but feel. But you felt right. every ounce of her soul exactly. in everything that she sang. Hell yes. You know? Yep. You got bands nowadays that you don't feel that right. from, you know, and you don't feel that that grit yeah. that that the reason why you want to be a musician 
in my opinion, should be because you got all this pent up shit you're that you got to let out, something. and that's either you're pissed out, you got a yeah. passion, or you're 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 just sad, or you're happy even. Right. Like, I'm yeah. so fucking happy about this. I'm going to play a song <laughs> about it. You know, like, that's where I'm not feeling it from from certain bands and everything. From Like, hard rock is shot. Yeah. There's so few hard rock bands. Alternative is, is a different definition now. Alternative music's different. Playing in a band down in the city in the last couple of years, like, we were an alternative rock band, I would mm-hmm. consider it. And we were sort of like a pariah. Um, because no one, the kids just weren't into it. You know what I'm it saying? And it was sense. more like indie kind of shoegaze shit. And I'd watch Sh- a lot of those shoegaze bands. Shit. I love and, that. Um, That's great. BB R and B. That's a new term I learned from Dark Side guys. Um, those bands that I would watch or we'd play with would be really good, but they'd be boring as fuck. Like after the third song, like the third, just like mood type of like guitar with like chorus or you know reverb or some yeah. shit. It just got really boring. Yeah. There was no one jumping around, flailing on stage. There's no element of danger or, yeah. you know, a mosh pit or something. It was just like, I'm about to go to sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give me a pillow. I'm going to fucking like, lay up like, in the corner uh, and go to sleep. Pete Karate with NCM and Id. That guy. If anybody wants to listen to some wild shit, Id. I have to ID, check out. I know and then P- NCM, yeah, Non-Compos P- Mentis. Yeah. Him on stage, he was just like, he... Uh, you know that from almost famous i find the one guy in the crowd that's not getting off and i make him get off <laughs> that fucker said i'm not going to find the one person i'm going to get everybody right away yeah. and he's he had eyes were on him when he was performing he wanted everybody into it and he was just a wild stage performer yeah. and like you don't have to be wild and climbing up the fucking scaffolding and everything outside walking outside and singing on the street while the band's inside right. you don't have to do all that shit you guys played i watched you guys on my birthday play though somebody uh i think it was adam leaned to me he's just like what's with all the leather jackets i'm like <laughs> because that's what a rock band's supposed to look like yeah. they're supposed to look like a bunch of badasses think, yeah. who are better than you <laughs> i don't think we planned that but uh you, just kind of worked out it, that way. you guys are all in black yeah. leather um uh your your singer's alex. name alex with yeah. his big pompadour i was yeah. like these guys fucking rule <laughs> but you guys weren't doing like you weren't flailing around but you had the audience he's doing his hip flexes this josh Hom hit yeah. pumps and you're like nah, into the yeah. you know getting just that like you said that shoegaze stuff man it's it's weird how people want to see that like yeah. i don't want to watch kings of leon they're boring as fuck i want to yeah, see rammstein i want to see shit getting yeah. blown to pieces i want to see um i want to see um uh I, like i was telling you before this band wolf atlas yeah they're a little bit like um morose like you know queens of stone age kind of just like that. you know melancholy right. i like it yeah but they're also like their guitar players flailing around and they're kind of doing like this little shuffle step during this one song and she's screaming and yelling into the mic yeah. and it's just like you can feel that they're up there loving it you right. know and they don't want to stand there and just be sad they want to that that passion that energy right. gets let out when they're up there you know so that's I think that's the state of music and I, I think you're right about you know being scared to offend people yeah you know that fear that fear of being boycotted that fear of being shut down or censored all because 
three people out of the hundred out of a hundred said, Oh, I don't like how they do yeah. this. You know, fuck you. Turn it off. Yeah. Go away. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking right. to the other 97 people. Right. You know, it's just, you know, that's, I think that's, you gotta be true to yourself and, uh, you can't listen to the, you know, yeah. everyone has an opinion. But, and, and the funny thing is, uh, listen to Opie and Anthony. Yeah. Um, Opie was getting in trouble for something he had done years and years and years ago. He gave a cake to a homeless guy and then he took, and the guy was like all happy and everything. He put it on the ground and then Opie just jumped up and stomped on it and just ruined the cake. But what people don't know is the background of it. Right. That homeless guy used, he knew him. They'd have him up in a studio. They'd give him money and they'd throw him cash right. every day. It was a bit. He was just yeah. fucking with the guy. He went out and got the guy breakfast and everything after yeah. that. He's not going to give the guy fucking cake. You know, yeah. what? He's it's not going to stop on the cake and just leave the guy for dead. Yeah. That's not how it was. But people freaked out about it. And they wanted him fired and all that stuff. And he was like, I'm just going to sit here and wait it out and it'll go away. And it fucking went away. Yeah. People stopped talking they about, it. about it. People need to complain about every, you know. I, um, I, was, I interviewed Gilbert Godfrey for Chronogram once. Oh, how and, sick. Uh, he lost his job from Aflac. Yeah, because he made, he made a, a bad a, joke after 9/11. No, I think it was the Japanese tsunami. Oh, or maybe something. it was that. Don't worry. But don't, he also made a bad joke at one of the roasts after 9/11, and he caught shit for that. That's his. But yeah, do, do, do you forget who Gilbert Gottfried is? Right. That's what he does. Yeah, he's he's like a Joan Rivers. Yeah, he says outlandish shit. But that's what he said, and it was a really smart thing that he said, and I agree with, because he was talking about Michael Richards and the whole shit that happened with Michael Richards yeah. when he went off the handle. And he was like, you know, the club owner was saying after that that no one could use the N-word on stage. Um, How dare you? And you so can't do that. And so Gilbert Gottfried was saying, like, he thought the club owner should do the opposite, because a comedy <laughs> show should be dangerous. And he was like, you know, the comedy owner... The club owner should have just said, you know, at my club, anything goes because it's a comedy show and you might get offended and you might get scared and you might get whatever, but it's a comedy show. It's like advertising. And he, this was a good uh, metaphor that he put out there was that it's like an, a roller coaster advertising that it's the safest roller coaster and it goes very slowly around the turns. Yeah, who and, the fuck you wants know, to go on that? Exactly. I don't want to go on know? the teacups. I want to exactly. go on the upside down tomahawk thing exactly. that's whipping you around and then it goes backwards. That's right. the one I want to do. Yeah. You know, if you don't like it. You don't have to go back on on the ride. Yeah. You just go to a different ride. It's very fucking simple. Yeah. I just don't understand how people don't grasp the goddamn concept. Just because you saw it on Facebook and it, it bothers you doesn't mean you have to comment and talk shit and, and start a, a whole thing. Just, just before I got here, I got into a row with a guy on Facebook because my mother-in-law sent a link uh, talking about New York State, how you can go to, um, if you're a resident, you can go to, um, and you're making under $100,000 a year, $125,000 a year, you can go to a state school for free. My sister-in-law is looking to go back to school. She might be able to go back to school for free now. You know? That's that's huge. Yeah. And sh my mother-in-law posted it on her page, tagging her. Yeah. And this, some fucking random guy from, that my mother-in-law knows, jumped in and started this political thing about mm. how the middle class is going to have to pay for it and this and that. And right. I, and I, I said, dude, no one fucking asked you. Right. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Why are you even commenting? No one yeah. gives a crap about, you know, Hubert fucking Jones in bullshit Florida talking about shit that's going on in New York. Yeah. Go away. 
Yeah, it's just silly. I think that's it drives me insane. One of the it makes me really angry. Of social media is that I mean it's just people just kind of flaunting themselves. All the, and it's a great platform. It's a great platform to be on, but I use it very minimally and sparingly because it pisses it for, me off. I pretty much use it for the show. Yeah. And if I find something funny, I post it. Or yeah. if I, I have some, a funny thought, I post it. Or if something's going on in Poughkeepsie, like we're up for a grant um, from um, um, the podcast USA Today. No, 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 Poughkeepsie, the town. I oh, the we. town. I was <laughs> like, oh, damn. Um, uh, I'm sorry, not the town. The city of Poughkeepsie city, right. is up is in some contest on USA Today. Okay. And you go and you watch a video for what they're going to do with this grant if they win it, if they get enough votes. So um, I posted that. You know, it just, yeah. that stuff, like, that's what yeah, I do. I don't go on shit. and rant and rave about yeah. Trump and this and that and this and that because it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it matters if in maybe a uh, um, um, uh, activist type way, right. um, but... Well, That's people, not my speed. Yeah, so I see a, people talking shit about Trump, talking right. shit about uh, Bernie, talking shit about Obama. But I'm like, well, okay, that's them. I don't. I'm not gonna. End, I'm not gonna jump in because I just don't care. Yeah. And people just give a shit way too much about other people's opinions, and they think that their opinions or their lives are somehow incredibly special. Yeah. You are a speck of dust in the fucking universe on a speck of dust. Right. In the in the universe. Chill the fuck out. Let's all calm down and not take ourselves so seriously. Mm. Look at a picture of you from 10, 20 years ago and tell me that you don't look like a goon. Like oh, like a dork. You know, I had long hair down to my nipples and I was wearing um, a Nirvana T-shirt with a flannel and ripped jeans ago, too. in two, in 1999, <laughs> in 2000. I look like an asshole, ah. you know, baggy clothes yeah. and just like goofy face and doing stuff. Same here. Man. You know, you're, you're not, you're not that slick and you're not that cool. Yeah. You know, if, if. If you just didn't take your, if people just didn't take themselves so seriously, I think the world would be a lot oh, chiller. For sure. You know, yeah. no, it's definitely a tool for some people to vent their frustration, and then it just becomes something that's totally negative. And I found myself for a while like I'd wake up and the first thing I would do is check Facebook, and then I was like, you know what, I need to stop with that. Because yeah, I don't want that to be my life. It bums you out, yeah. though. For the most part, it bums yeah. me out. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder too, like you know, the music and the shit that we're talking about. That's maybe a little watered down. I wonder how much of that is due to people being more maybe isolated, not having like, you know, community in terms of like, there used to be a ton of kids at the chance on a Friday night, like going to see a hardcore show or something like that. Happen. I mean, I wonder if that stuff's still happening or maybe I'm just getting older. Maybe, you know, like our parents generation was saying that about us, like, Oh, these fucking kids don't know. Yeah. You know, but I, I feel like it's, it's really, really different. You know, I think so too, but, you know, again, like I went back, progressing, progress, uh, progressing and changing. You know, I mean, look at me. I'm wearing a pair of fucking skinny jeans and, yeah. a, you know, flannel. It's the of the 21st century. Yeah, I'm a new, I'm dressing completely. <laughs> I'm dressing with the times and everything yeah. like that. Shit's changing, you know, um, taste changes and all that stuff. So you got to, I think you should go with it, but... Change for change's sake also is a little nuts too. You know, you have to find again. You keep there's a happy medium somewhere. Yeah. If we could just find that, you know, that nice gray line and just run that, it'll be fine. But 
you know, it goes back to, you know, I, I think it's input too with social media. You're getting bombarded with stuff all, yeah. all the time. It's like yeah. new song, new video, new this, yeah. new, 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 new. And if you don't have something, you know, bands used to release albums every two years. Right. Now it's like now every you, six months. Every six months to a year. You've yeah. got to have something out there. And it's, I think it hurts the creative process. Definitely. Definitely. It is hard to get your shit to stand out on social media too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. Sometimes we would, you know, try to promote things, sponsor it or something just to get it to stand out because it, it is really, there's so much shit out there. Yeah, to and get it, get, it, to, it gets buried under cat videos yeah. and, 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 you know, now hear this stuff, yeah. you know, it just, it just gets buried and lost in the mix. It's sad because there's a lot of really good, really great things out there to actually pay attention to that are being promoted on social media yeah. that you're just missing out because it's, you know, it's getting clouded. What are you excited about recently? I know you're going to see, uh, or coming up, I know you're going to see Rammstein. Yeah. Rammstein? Rammstein? Rammstein. Rammstein. Stein. And uh, um, I I only actually recently got into them a couple of years ago. I know the Duhash Du song. But yeah. Oh, man. I'm, it's gotten to the point for them as a fan. I've, I've turned into a super fan. I know the lyrics in German. I don't know what they're saying. But I can sing along in German to wow. some, a lot of their songs. I hear they have a lot of cry, crazy uh, pyrotechnics and shit like that. Yeah, as um, I th- I'm pretty sure they're all licensed pyrotechnics operators, and they I remember yeah, someone caught on fire a, a couple years stuff. ago or something. Uh, there was uh, there's all kinds. Of, I think that was many years it, ago. If you go on on YouTube, you could see like the guitar player kind of wandering off, and then the singer just dropping the mic and pulling him away from a fireball that was about to, that he was pretty much standing over that he just missed his cue or he was He's in the wrong place. He was in the wrong, in the wrong place. He just didn't realize where he was. And I was just like, Holy shit. Till just saved Paul's life. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. Um, what uh, other bands are you listening to? Uh, Royal blood. Royal blood. Is, I'm really hot on them. They got a new album coming out. Uh, how'd we get so dark is the name of the album. It's cool. coming out very soon. Wolf Alice is another one. Um, uh, nothing but thieves have been listening to. Um, they got kind of a Jeff Buckley kind of feel. That's cool. And um, I actually just recently started getting back into, like, or more deep into Primus. Yeah, I've been listening. To, I was actually listening to uh, Frizzle Fry the album on the way here. That's cool. Yeah. Did so. they play the? This is one of the times when I ask you a question. My voice goes up like. <laughs> did they, uh, <laughs> did I, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, they played the Chance, right? Um, not, oh, no, I'm sorry, not the Chance, the Civic Center, not that long ago. Uh, that was, I think, that was Les Claypool's oh, was Frog it just Brigade or something like well, that. Well, he's in a band too with um, Julian Lennon, or Sh- I think it's Ju- I always confuse Julian and Sean Lennon, but one of the one I of those guys. I don't know. I'm I'm not so deep into Primus as I am with like you know if you ask me what Queens of the Stone Age is doing, I can tell they have you. Have a that, new album coming out? Yeah, right? their, their album's coming out very soon. Have you heard any of the tracks from it? No, I haven't. Uh, Have yeah, you? I would like to. No, no, oh, no. I, got I got checked. All excited. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, let's, I checked, let's like, play it now. Been from time to time or like something like that just to see if yeah. uh, there's any update on it. But I know that Tool is coming out with a new album. So I'm stoked about that. Tool just um, is either ha- they're doing a show or have done a show in uh, San Bernardino, California. One uh-huh. show. It's Tool, Primus, and the Melvins. Wow. That's some lineup. Oh my god! I give my left nut for that. Yeah, I'd like to see the Melvins. Uh, 
The Misfits, they were playing, I think, with Danzig. No fucking way. I, th- I thought they reunited and they were doing shows. That's another like thing. All these older bands are re- reuniting, yeah. which is kind of cool. Definitely, you know? man. Um, any uh, any other concerts in the area? Um, you know, my focus has been so much on, on the, the podcast, podcast that yeah. like, music is kind of taking a back seat. You still as, play as guitar? I have a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> is it uh, you just kind of a, a mantelpiece or something? Or something? Kind of like furniture. I, I usually just break it out when I need to make a song for the show. That's and cool. I, I noodle on it once in a while, but I don't like play music anymore. Yeah, I, people keep saying, "Why don't you pick it back up?" And I'm like, "I kind of want to do comedy more. I'd rather work on a stand-up set." Your interests change. Yeah. Uh, I know. And again, it sucks. You guys were going to be a uh, part of the Hudson Valley Transmitter oh, variety man. show. Yeah, absolutely. That's and then we had a fucking blizzard. Yeah. And we had to pull the plug on it. And uh, if it was just like an inch or two, maybe it would have still went on. But we had like fucking we crushed. Like absolutely crushed. Snow. Yeah. But um, I know like we were really excited to have you guys come and do that. But I was going to do actually like a solo song. And I had a drum machine and I did. I practiced and I had this whole thing. I you was were going to actually perform a song i was gonna do four songs oh, God and i had uh i had it all set up <laughs> but then i was like maybe it's just a sign from god yeah no. nah it's man a sign from god i don't think so i think it was a sign that you know uh, the planet is um cooling at an alarming rate <laughs> global cooling <laughs> yeah global cooling and global warming at the same time no yeah i think um no nah, i just think we just got we got dealt a shit hand yeah that's all I don't think there was any uh, divine intervention no, I know. in that. I'm just being I facetious. Think, yeah, I know. I I think if shit, if you don't perform it in front of a crowd, you should come by the. You should either record it here, or if you want to come by my studio and record it, we yeah. got to do that. Yeah, yeah. If you got yeah. Some, if you got something, if uh, the way I look at it, if you got something, put it down. Yeah. Lay it down because you're not gonna have it if you don't. You know, immortalize yourself. Yeah. Why not? Every every everybody else is. <laughs> so yeah. record everything. When I was um like in my early twenties, I had like this crossroad of some like naive thing for, you know, a kid going mm-hmm. through and I was like, you know, I'm a pretty good writer, I went to school for that, I play music, I'm not bad at that. And I felt like in order to be successful, I had to like give one up and just do one to really be good and hone you need one. To focus if you're doing the same thing the whole Yeah. And uh someone way wiser than me just said create. Just mm-hmm. whatever you do, just always be creating something. And I think that's smart. Like, if it's not music, I'm doing this, and I consider that to be creative, like we were talking about before. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just always be doing something that, you know, yeah, satisfies always, that creative yeah. urge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have an outlet, and you have to tap into it. And and if you focus on it, and you don't get discouraged by it, you can you'll find a you'll find something you'll find a nugget and a gold nugget in there, and just you know, use that. And I think not being discouraged is another thing too. Yeah. If you lay something down, can't be that easy to give up. So uh, yeah, right. putting yourself out there is tough, man. You know, you're always going to you're always going to be scared to fail, right. but if you don't just just do it. If right. you fail, all right, sh- shift up your approach or whatever. Yeah, failing's better than not trying. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's what that's the hump that I've always needed to get over with mm. music, with the show, with stand-up. Stand-up is this one thing that's it's so terrifying to me, but I want to do it so badly. 
Dude, I have a whole notebook a, of shit. I got stuff on my phone. Do I got, an open mic, dude. I know. That's. I mean, the variety, like, variety show would have been a good opportunity, but there's open mics all the time. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, you're yeah, seeing yeah. the Crafted Cup. When you get that fired up, yeah. go up and do five minutes. That's the thing. I'm like, this is going to, that's what's going to push me yeah. over the ledge. And I'm going to have to do, you know, somebody, you know, there's going to be a lull or whatever. I'm going to have to do two minutes of material. And I have, I have stuff. Yeah. I just, once it's under that microscope, man, it's got to be perfect. <laughs> but it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. I just got to. But I think Deal it's like that. playing a show. Like you could play in your garage and be awesome, and then you get go up on and that do stage a sh- and show and shit the bed. You know, what get I mean? up on stage and miss a riff real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what that'll ruin your again? that'll ruin your month. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just do it, dude. I mean, that's that. Um, you're honing your skills probably by getting up there and probably sucking the first few times. Now I'm not seeing that. I think you'd be hilarious. But like you know, if you probably did it a couple of times and then look back to your first performance, you'd be like, "Wow, I really yeah, grew as a performer." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're gonna eat. You're gonna eat shit, no matter how well. I think Joe Rogan said like his first couple gigs were great, and then he hit, then he hit the wall hard. I, it might not be Joe. It might be a different. I forget comic. sometimes that he's a comedian. I actually saw him perform and Marin. He's in, fantastic uh, too. He's yeah, great. The comedy up. store. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He was hilarious, actually. I liked Marin's stand-up. The one where he's kind of on a stool and he's got a big folder and he's yeah. it's a, a round a theater in the round type thing. I think I've seen that one. He he was good. He was good. I liked his 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 uh, approach and everything like that. But uh, yeah, it's just a scary thing for me, man. I Get don't know. Get up there and do it, man. I got yeah. I got some stuff. I'll work it out. <laughs> so I um, ended on a positive positive note what do you say is there anything that you wanted to add that i didn't ask um no No. (laughs) i was trying to think of something clever but i'm all talked out (laughs) no um yeah i just uh if you're if people want to listen check us out dead radio podcast we're on youtube um hilarious show and thank you we're on Instagram. Uh, Adam posts a lot of like quick videos and time lapse. Um, we call them Tim lapses. Mm. A lot of inside jokes. So people, I tell people, there's a lot of inside jokes. So you just bear with us. You'll figure it out eventually. Um, Adam likes to post clips of the show because he he films us during the show. That's cool. And, then and it's he like edits up. later. Right. So he films the 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 whole room. And then he speeds it up, yeah. but he also films clips and he kind of tries to take people out of context. So it sounds like they're saying something really like whatever, but sometimes it's just me, you know, telling some, you know, telling a story about how I shit my pants on the way to a, you know, a, a gig or something like Bar that. Mitzvah. Yeah. I, and so it's that. So you find us on Instagram, dead radio podcast on Instagram. That's usually where, um, most of our action is. Nice. We're on Facebook too. Facebook.com slash dead radio awesome. podcast though. You know, uh, Give us a try. If you think we suck, don't listen. <laughs> I highly recommend everyone listen. It's an awesome show. I appreciate it, man. All right, Ryan. Thanks for coming through, man. Yeah, buddy. Later. Peace out, Transmodians.